Hello. Hello. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Sorry about that. Uh, I got preoccupied and uh, <laughs> lost track of time. No and problem. And my phone was in my bag. I was like, uh-oh. Good <laughs> thing I did get it out. So yeah. What's, uh, so you want to just strategize on um, moving forward? Yes. Um, so right now, the position that we're in is I'm trying to expand, not okay. only just expand, but um, market the firm more to go um, more across the state of Texas. And with doing that, I feel like we're probably going to need some investors, some sponsors and things of that nature. So okay. um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit familiar about the investment world, not a whole lot. Um, I've been doing my research. Um, I know the end goal is, let's say, someone invests XYZ into our company, and it's our job to take that money and put it towards something that will ex- um, make the business grow, get more money, get more clients, and uh-huh. then take that money and give them their money back plus more with the return of return of interest and all that good stuff. Right. So um, in in efforts to do that, I was thinking about maybe having a gala or something like that. I don't know if that is the, the, the best thing to do because I know galas are pretty, pretty expensive. Um, so I'm kind of debating whether we should do a full-blown gala or do like just a small meeting with maybe about 10 people um, and kind of put together a presentation showing them our annual earnings, our, the company's income, um, what, what we project the company to be earning around this time next year, et cetera, um, give them some of our business background and um and discuss investments at that small meeting or should I just skip straight to the gala? Now, I was thinking if we start smaller, we might be able to actually have some testimonials from smaller or, or more current investors, which we haven't done that yet. Um, and they can maybe testify about, okay, you know, I put this into CPI and this is what I got out of it. So I'm thinking if right. we wait to do it bigger, maybe that'll be even better because they can actually be influential in our in our uh, in our business. Yeah, um, yeah, I would definitely hold off on the gala. Um, the smaller event is fine, or setting up meetings. Have a have you have, do you have the worksheet worked out? Or projections and everything? No, that's what <clears throat> that's what we're working on right now. I, I expect to have it uh, this week, by the end of this week. Okay. Um, the other thing is that you probably should uh, have like a vision on how you're going to progress. You know how you're going to use the funds. Mm-hmm. Um, that. No. Um, well, I want your input on it because I was thinking of a few different ways. Like one, I know a percentage of the investments I want to use towards marketing where we're doing things. I don't think 
like billboards. I think that might be a little bit off, but maybe like you know, on Facebook, um, you know how you pay for those boosts. Um, so a lot of social media um, marketing, as well as more um, more things that are done, like as far as posting the. I forgot the name of those things, but you know the things you stick in the ground and you kind yard of post- yard signs. Yeah, the yard signs, um, more business material, um, cards, etc. Which we we have a lot of that. But um, I was thinking about so, maybe shooting a small commercial, um, even if it's not played on like national TV. Maybe we can get that floating out somewhere. Um, things like that okay so so that's a good you're saying some great things one thing you want to narrow down this is what i suggest that you narrow down your target market okay Mm -hmm. so when you find out hey this is my ideal client and then you market to that person or that class, you know what I'm saying? Then you don't really, you'll catch other stuff, but you won't be spending money all over the place trying to figure out what's the best way to market. So Mm -hmm. say for your ideal, say for if your ideal client is insurance companies, right? Mm -hmm. There's a, just a special, there's things that they do insurance companies do there's places where they meet there's places where they view their information right then you start advertising on those spaces and that way you know you don't have to go for a billboard because you know that's that's probably not the best you might not even do yard signs okay can you do those things absolutely will you get clients off of those absolutely but the more focused your uh, marketing is and your ideal client, the faster you're going to grow mm-hmm. because your commercials will be geared to them. You will, you will just, everything will be geared to that one client. And then once you maximize that, then, and you might want to move on to another client or you may just want to stick there and then go to another state. So is our ideal client what we have the most of or what we want to do the most of? I would say what, what you want to do the most of. So if you're, it depends, you know, with your ideal client and then who are you, Who's your, I, I mean, your, you know, where you making your most money now? I know I can definitely say right now, most of our clients are like family and civil, meaning they're going through divorce and they need this evidence, um, whether it's infidelity, but it's a lot of child custody, child custody CPS cases. Follow my wife, soon to be ex- prove that she's not fit and we have a lot of domestic disputes that's our main we're doing right now okay so do you want to stick with that or do you want to get away from that because that's gonna (laughs) that's gonna be forever right um 
I feel but like it might not be your ideal client though. I honestly don't discriminate. I feel like we got so good at that because I personally went through something like this. And I feel like because I personally went through something like this, like, for example, I had a client call me about a month ago saying, oh, my my husband or my ex-husband just took our baby and ran off to another state. And I feel like I knew about this because I went through this. So it's like, I'm good at this. I have experience way before I was a PI with this type of situation. So I think this is a pretty good ideal clients that I want to stick with but we're not going to discriminate but I, I feel like this is where the money is people are finding us on TikTok foster mothers who are trying to get custody of their kids we successfully was able to help them so this is definitely our go-to area all right all right so yes I, that's where I will focus all my my attention and so if if doing that, you now you can you can scale that right, and you can do billboards, you can do yard signs, um, you can you can you can do a lot of different things because um, they're everywhere. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. So uh, and social media can be just your main plug, you know, um, and so. You know, will you travel out of state and, and start looking at, at that, you know, and, and licensing? But if you want to just focus on Texas, I would I would definitely just focus on Texas when if you're marketing you know that that's your target audience. So my next question is do you think that let's say we've successfully Puts out, put our game plans together and we um, get mm-hmm. enough funds in to expand. Do you think it's a good idea to maybe open up a secondary office maybe that services the south side of Houston? Because I know it's Houston is so big. You know, right. um, with that um, help us expand. Like, is that a good idea? Let's say we collect like 10000 worth of investments. I know because I, I've opened the office before. I know in my mind, I can literally take twenty five hundred and open a whole new office on the south side, and that will be enough for the rent, the utilities, the marketing, uh, you know, the startup for that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's a good idea. Or I'm gonna jump right back on if I lose. You. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> One second. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Are you to a better place yet? Yeah, um, it's it's good. 
Okay, it's still breaking up. I'm going to just give it a couple more minutes. I got to make a quick phone calls anyway. Yeah, let me get in the house. Um, Give me about three minutes. Okay, cool. All right, all right hold on. Come on, Pooh. Come on, Pooh. I'm, I'm on a meeting. Come on. Bring your water. Hi, my name is Jasmine Casaro. Nicole is my daughter, and I need to send her aunt to come pick her up. Her name, her aunt's name is uh, Joycelyn Jackson. Joycelyn Jackson? Yes. Okay, as long as you get here before 2 o'clock, you're able to do Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Uh, <clears throat> all right. All right, about that. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, how much do you use your office now? Like, how often am I here? For your clients. Like, how often I have a client inside my office? Like, um, do you bring your clients to your office? It, it depends. Of um, so, really, it's, a, it's based upon what they need. Um, I have some clients who are a little sketchy, and they're like, well, I got to make sure you're a real business, and they'll want to come in. Right? So, I would think that's about, if I got 10 clients, I would say two or three want to come in off the other ones, either they're just trustworthy and they'll start the case over the phone, or they mm-hmm. just don't time, or they're far. They'll be like, oh, well, I'm way on the south side. Let's just start it over here. Right. I got a lot of south side clients. That's why I was kind of bringing up south side um, office. <laughs> but as far as, far as, um, as far as like the case findings, when I find the case findings, um, that's like half and half. Uh-huh. Half the set up a Zoom meeting, and I'll I'll click this little share content button, and and do their evidence that way. And the other people, I go and print out the pictures and all that good stuff, and bring them in for the a presentation of their findings. So that's about half and half for the second part. Okay, so instead of uh. uh I guess that's fine. That's fine. Long as long as the the cost and the use it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if you can get away with it, uh, you can have a you can have they got like virtual offices where mm-hmm. you can rent out um, at, on on need basis, mm-hmm. and uh, you can use those. Instead of getting a full blown office and say, hey, 
you know, on the South side, I'll be at this location on Tuesday, Thursday, and uh, Friday, maybe, or just Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so those clients that's on that side that want to do business with you, you just have to be over there. I mean, or you have a representative there that will uh, handle those clients. Yeah. Me being all the way in spring, I was really going on the side of having a representative there. Um, my executive assistant, if we if we did do the expansion, I would want to have her over there at least a couple times a week so she could just be there and ready for people. One second. It's clean. Okay, sorry about that. Um, yeah, I definitely try to be as cost efficient as possible. Like, for example, where, I, where I'm at over here on 1960, my office is like 375 a month. And then I have like a $40 electricity fee. And then my training school is like 325 a month. And there's like a $40 electricity. So altogether, it's like about $700 a month for two separate offices. Okay. So if I did do a south side, south side location, I'm thinking I want to pay that same type of price because there's no need for a big fancy office just to come in and greet people and take payments and give evidence, you know? Right. And then we did do that. Everybody who's on the south side or in that area who Google's private investigator, we're going to pop up more.
Hey, can you get my iPad off the um, table in the kitchen? My iPad on the table okay, in the sorry kitchen. Sorry about that. No problem. Okay, what I was saying. Um... Go ahead, Jasmine. Oh, yeah, I was speaking about if we did have a south side or another location, we'll get, you know, the business from there. When people Google private investigator over there, we'll have that business as well. Yeah. Um, I like that idea, but there are some cheaper ways to do it if you don't have uh, in-house meetings. So you can get a P.O. box that's $10, right, a month. And then mm -hmm. set your address there for your second location. And, and then, uh, and then go from there. Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> well, then again, I never had a P.O. box either. Hmm. So what if someone says, oh, I want to come into your South Side location? Well, you just say you just say, hey, we we have a place where we meet. Um, meet me at this address. That's where you find a place that's local in that area where you have your P.O. box or a virtual box and um, have your meeting room as well. It could be the same location. It doesn't have to be. Have you ever done this before? Yeah, I I've never had one per se. I do have PO boxes, but um, I've been to virtual uh, meeting spaces. I say virtual, but I mean they're you you rent them out when you need to use them. Oh, like kind of like the book in my head. And there's one place where I went. Um, it's called a Canon, mm -hmm. and it's on the south side. They got a couple of locations. But you pay a monthly membership and you can go any in at any time and work. But if you want to rent a room, you just reserve it. And some mm -hmm. some of them cost and some of them don't. Okay. Okay, well, I can definitely look into that. Hmm. Okay. So in the meantime, what do I, what should I, Besides the presentation and how much we make monthly and yearly and how we plan on returning um, the investors' money, is there anything else that I need to include in the presentation? Um, I would say your vision to how you're going to expand because mm -hmm. you want people to look at, you really don't want those short-term investors, right? Mm-hmm. You really want to make sure that your numbers make sense and they don't have to be grand. So if they're getting like four, five percent return on their investment, that's great. Wait, right? only four or five? I'm, yes. I'm so glad I'm talking to you because, oh, my gosh. I was going to tell people I can double it. No, 50 percent. That's no, that's no, that's unreal. I mean, really? you, you if you do that, you'll be working for them pretty much, and you don't want to oh, do that. No. 
right? Oh, no. Okay. And yeah. so you want to be able, you want to be able to, um, if they're, if they're a real investor, now, if you're dealing with, I want to use this term, but you know what I'm talking about when I say it, ghetto <laughs> investors, they're going to yeah. look for big, big returns. Mm-hmm. But a real investor knows that, you know, four or 5%, that's pretty good return. So if I give you $10,000 and I get 5%, because I can't put it in a bank and get that type of money. Mm-hmm. I'm getting 0.01% in the bank. So if I just got it sitting in a bank, I might as well put it to use. I like your presentation. I like your company. I'll go ahead and give it a try. I'll put 10000 in there. And I'm giving five, getting 5%. That's a pretty good investment. Okay. So what about this? Um, what rate should we, re- we be returning the money? Cause I was thinking like, cause like I said, I never really done this part before, like not a real one, just like loans and things. But um, I was thinking the people should start, like, do we return the whole thing? And payments, or like I give you this cut off of this case I work, this retainer I take, or do we just um, like give it all back at one time? Well, if they want, or give them an option I, to, pay. I will give them to I I'll give them to annually, right? I'll give them a return on their money annually, oh. and if they keep. If they keep the money in, it it'll compound. So, say for example, if they put ten thousand in, and at five percent, you're looking at five hundred, uh, five thousand dollars. No, mm-hmm. no, that's not five thousand. That's five hundred dollars, right? So mm-hmm. they get five hundred dollars on their ten thousand dollars. If they keep it there now. Uh, you got simple interest where you just give them the $500 and pay them right off. If they keep their money in, now they get they got $10,500 that they're working on mm-hmm. annually. And so the next time they got more money, they're going to earn more than $500. So if it's a long-term investor and they're good with that, that's what I'll go with. Mm-hmm. Um, you can maybe have different options depending on the money. I wouldn't take no. So if you take a loan less than $10,000, you got headaches potentially. Okay. Because these people really don't got no money. They're going to be hounding you. They're going to be trying to check all up on you, what you're doing, this, that, and the other. You want to deal with some people that got some money. So you got to, you got to go after those type of clients. And and I have a few in mind, which is like some of our clients, like our actual clients were, you know, asking about it and talking about, oh, I'm thinking about taking a class. Are y'all looking for investors? And these clients have their own businesses and it looks like they have a lot of money. But um, we don't have a whole lot of people like that. So. Well, you only need a few. (laughs) (laughs) You only need a few. I think I could probably say I know about three. Maybe four, but probably three. So that's that's what we need to, in my opinion, you need to find someone to help you 
set up a plan to present to those people. Okay. And people like them. So and no, say, no hey, this is what we're going to do. This is the rate. Uh-huh. And, you know, this is our projection. This is, you already got a niche. Hey, if you got any buddies that are looking to invest, that's this, that, and the other, we do that. Mm-hmm. So you said, um, what was that word you were using, the return of return of rate? Say say that again. You said the return of rate and and what else? Return of interest. Return of interest. Okay. You got you got simple you got simple interest and compound interest. Okay. Compound interest means that that money stays with the company, and and whenever they want to pull it out, they can pull it out. But mm-hmm. you know, it's at that it's at that compounding rate. So they're not making a whole lot of money in. They basically saying, hey, you know what? This is a good thing. But in the long run, that's a long-term investment, right? Mm-hmm. That, hey, if I put 10 grand in, I just let it sit. It's going to multiply. And, and by time, you know, I'm ready to pull it out. Say if I got a kid, my, my son is five. And he's, he's five. I put 10 grand into your company. And by the time he's 18, that's, that's a good college. Uh, that's going to pay for his college and the car probably. Mm-hmm. Just based on how compound interest works. And we can set that out. Most of them already know that. But to let them know that you know that and show them the projections, uh, <clears throat> You know, you can y'all y'all know this already, but here's the projections, here's the numbers, blah, blah, blah. You know, <clears throat> we're gonna do it at a five percent interest. Um, and this is what you're gonna get, blah, blah, blah. Right? So, can I ask a really quickly? Yes. Okay. Hi, Mr. Antoine. This is Detective Sancy. Um, so could you maybe explain a little bit of like after the investment's been made? recommendations on of course we have our ways of how we would return their money and what what services would return their money and make them profit but like when it comes to like accounts um and things of that nature when you're proceeding forward with an investment that someone's made just like kind of i guess steps after that investment's made that you would like want to move forward with yes so um, you can set up your accounts that every time something is made, um, every time profit is made or every time money is made, you have a certain account that they, that money goes into. Right. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> you only pull out of that 10,000 when you need that money. Otherwise you can put it into a place where it's making interest off of it. Okay, you can put it into a place where long as it's liquid, where you can get it when you need it. Otherwise, you can hold it and and put it in there, depending on how much you're getting, how fast you're moving and and things of that nature. And if you're if you're putting out a lot of money and you're getting a fast return, you just set it up that a percentage of the return that you're getting, it goes to, you know, this is paying back the bills, paying back the investors. So you have an investor bank account. Right. That's what I was going to ask next was like, did you have a recommendation for a bank that works well with types of, uh, you know, investor accounts 
starting off, you know, with new investors or just recommendations on, you know, where, where to go, where to seek the best account for our investors. Right, right. So you want to go to a credit union is, is a great place to start, right? Um, a place where you can have multiple accounts with no um, fees on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So looking for, you know, accounts where you can put, you can put money in, but you, you don't want to be paying a whole lot of fees. So if it's very nominal um, fees, then okay. But zero fees is better. Right. Right. Um, And that's what I would do. I would separate it out. As soon as the money come in, it goes straight to that pot. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to think about it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, have whichever one is the accounting in the in the posse, you know, have that happen automatically. So so the money all comes into one account. Right. Then you separate. So once the money come in, a percentage of everything that comes in goes to separate places. This is to pay the um, investigators. This is to pay the rent. This a portion of this is to pay um, the the owners and this, that, and the other. And so you set that out. I can help you all with all that. Um, of course, you know I have I have a fee, but mm-hmm. it's you know it's, it's better to do it right than that's what I, I absolutely agree. <laughs> you know, and that, that's why I brought up that one specific part is because. Once, you know, it's all fun and games until the money's in your hands and you're like, what do I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't want to, you don't, that's where you're like, you can't mess up after that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's either up or down. So, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, as we're learning and doing this and going through certain processes, Jasmine, I don't know if you agree, but his help would probably very much appreciate it, you know, because, you know, I mean, I think that the especially oh, definitely. that's why as soon as we start discussing, I might let it yeah. get on the line. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, because we definitely have some the people that we're interested in, in making a proposal to are are very hip to investor lingo and how it works. And this is an area where I was telling her last night, like, we can't mess up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, if they ask a question, we need to immediately know how to answer it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, the, but the three people that we do have, I do feel would make 10,000 plus dollars worth of an investment, but it's more me just trying to make sure, you know, and us just trying to make sure that we understand how to move with it and how to, how to use and how to work investments after you've already made your proposal. Right. And, and, and that's you, of course, my thoughts are have all that together before you make your proposal. Absolutely. And now it's just like executing. Okay. This is how I'm going to execute because now I got the money, but I already got the plan. And so building a solid plan is the, is the best move to make going forward. I extended y'all time because I, I, I was running late today, uh, but I got I a, I got a meeting in um, a few minutes. So, but. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Definitely. So I'll, I'll get that presentation together and hopefully we can have another meeting and, and we can present it to you. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Um, Antoine, so much. 
All right. And yeah, be be in touch. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to sh- shoot me a couple of texts or, or whatever, um, I'm cool with that. You know, long, long as it, if it ain't too extensive. <laughs> right. Yeah. But here <laughs> and there, that's cool. And then then we'll work out a plan. We can work out a plan if, if y'all want to just, you know, want me to walk you through it and stay with you on that advisory piece, then we can do that. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we're probably going to need. Sounds good. (laughs) All righty, I'll take care. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.